Welcome to the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where badass women break through barriers and unlock their next level of success. Ranchelle Van Bryce is a dynamic force dedicated to helping women live their purpose and manifest success in all life facets. From professional achievements to creating a new relationship with their business as well as improved well-being. As a business intuitive, sacred commerce coach, author, and host of a podcast slash TV show, she excels in illuminating each woman's unique potential. Co-creator of this summit, Ranchelle is eager to introduce another inspirational guest. Take it away, Ranchelle. I love my inspirational guests. We have in the house, Brooke Kikos. In the house, so glad to have you here. Thank you very much. Oh, we are going to talk about beyond romance, conscious relationships in a modern world. Um, Brooke shared her uh, her gift earlier while we were waiting we're in the green room. And I'm like, oh, I totally need to grab that myself. And so I'm so excited that she's going to share this with us. So welcome, everyone, whether you're here live with us or you're listening afterwards. We appreciate your time. Brooke, thank you so much for, for making time to be here. Really appreciate um, appreciate the time and effort because we know I mean it's you don't just like show up and that's it right it's, it's like there's other things that go behind the scenes so thank you very much so much so yeah thank you for being uh, letting me be here honestly I love being on this summit I was on this last year and or I guess six months ago and I think that there's just so much value that you guys bring to everyone here thank you so much so why don't we get started? Um, I have the honor of sharing your bio with the group here. So uh, Brooke helps those who feel alone and lost to discover their truth and stand in their personal power using her training as relationship coach, rapid transformational therapist, NLP practitioner. Having spent 35 years trapped in a religious sect, you don't look that old. I just thought, I just realized at 35, I'm like, what were you like five? Right. <laughs> uh, trapped in as a religious sect, indoctrination, abuse and trauma were prevalent. Raised by a narcissistic abusive father, she got stuck in toxic relationship cycles. This led her to enter into a marriage for 17 years with a narcissistic abusive man. However, in 2017, Brooke found her personal truth and power. She was able to break free uh, from both the relationship and the religion. Uh, sending you so much love, Brooke. And shortly after her ex-husband and father uh, to their son, two sons passed suddenly to addiction. With this great loss, it ignited her desire to heal more deeply. Through her loss and trauma, Brooke's intuition and her soul's calling was revealed. After 18 years as an esthetician listening to people's stories, she knew that she could do more to serve those suffering and help them on their healing path. She is currently working on her book, a speaker to help others in their own transformation and the owner of Life Coaching Goddess. Love that. Her passion and purpose is to help others heal from past trauma, toxic relationships, and limiting beliefs that are no longer serving them. Wow, oh, wow, oh, wow. Thank you so much. Uh, so excited to have you here. And, you know, your bio kind of reveals like this portion, much of the story. <laughs> and so please, um, please share your story because it just sounds so fascinating. Yeah, um, we could be here all day. So I'm going to keep it very short and simple. Um, obviously, you heard a lot in my bio. And I think the reason why I talk about um, relationships so much now is because what I was modeled as a child was, you know, kind of a, a model where women were suppressed, 
women were supposed to, to do as they were told. And in the religious cult that I was raised in, it was so highly controlling that um, women were really looked down upon. And so it was, we were kind of kept in this box and we had to do just so. And my father made me always feel like, you know, I had the story of I wasn't enough and we had to be perfect. And if I wasn't perfect and I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing, I was just less than and I didn't matter. And that was the the hardest part of, of my youth because I just felt like I wanted to break free. Everything in my being was like, this is not for me. Um, I don't understand some of these things that I was being taught and I wanted to just, I felt so confined and restricted and I couldn't stand it. Um, But unfortunately, uh, because of that, um, being raised that way and those relationships being modeled to me that were abusive, um, I ended up getting trapped into an abusive relationship for 17 years and really not knowing a difference because that's the exact relationship that I was modeled before. So it was my familiar, it was my pattern, I didn't know anything different, and I really just suffered, unfortunately, for those years. But I always say, you know what, I, if I would have known better, I would have done better. So it was just, you know, I can't look back on it and have any regrets. It's just, it was lessons, it was all lessons for me. Um, but when I broke free from the relationship and the cult, that was really when my healing journey began. And I've had to see that there was so much in myself that I had to heal. And I had no self-esteem, no self-worth. And I realized that I had some extreme complex PTSD going on, was diagnosed very early on by um, a psychiatrist because I was having so many emotional flashbacks and triggers that it was sometimes honestly very hard to cope. And had so much anxiety. It was a big struggle. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like how like you, everybody like thinking about um, there should be a movie. Like you, you hear about that in movies, right? In 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 nonfiction or in in fiction books. And then when you meet someone who's experienced it, you're like, wow, is that even is that even really a thing? Right. And so uh, you thank you for your vulnerability and for and for being here and, and sharing. You know, with us, because, you know, when you're talking about this beyond romance, this conscious relationships in a modern world, um, I think that when you've been in a narcissistic relationship and you realize the sickness behind it, and then when you move into this new way of being, this new way of showing up, that there's a whole other way to show up in relationship. And, you know, in, and I heard like with your healing perspective, from your healing, you heal yourself first. And so, um, and then, uh, then of course, we can be in other relationships and be in a conscious relationships in this modern world. Um, and so beyond romance, let's talk about that because here's what I had pictured in my head when, when I, when I read your title and I knew that I was going to be interviewing you was, you know, so I'm 55 years old. Uh, Disney was in all of its glory when I was growing up. Yes. Same. At, Right. And um, and you hear about these, you know, are you are you watch the conditioning of the the woman right being rescued by the man, the princess and uh, and that conditioning from a very early age. It's like you meet a man, you fall deeply in love and then everything is roses and there. And, and this this man is going to take care of you. And I think it's really set us up for um, it's a disservice. Right. Because I don't think life is like that. Uh, or if it is, I, I miss the boat. <laughs> so, uh, and so when you're talking about beyond romance, these conscious relationships, um, 
to tell us a little bit more about like what does that look like for us and 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 you know what are the I know we, we always were all coming together with like what are the tips what are the secrets behind it so I'm just gonna pass the the proverbial I mic. Love I love that you brought up Disney because that really is the way that even for myself I had this glamorized idea that that's the way romance was supposed to be that so much so that I kind of lived in um, that state of idolizing my former partner that was abusive, right? Because, you know, it's, it's called the Stockholm syndrome for a reason, right? We actually like sympathize with our abuser because um, that, you know, we start to think that we have to take care of them. And that's really what happened for me. So it's almost like I idolized him and looked at my relationship as like, okay, I'm only going to see the good parts of my relationship. I'm not going to look at all the bad. I'm going to sweep that under the rug. I'm going to pretend like it doesn't happen. I'm going to hide it away, you know, behind closed doors. And that's the way I lived, right? I never told anybody. I kept it a secret. I never, I, I, I was hiding who I was. I was hiding what my relationship was really like. And that was not doing me anything in my life. It was only harming me. So now it's like, now when I came out of that relationship and realized I had so much healing to do, and I started to do that process of actually feeling the emotions and feeling all of the, um, basically the remnants of the, what abuse had done to me, I realized that, okay, if I'm going to get into another healthy relationship, I'm going to have to dig deeper here. And I'm going to have to look at these, um, what I call shadow parts. If anybody knows what shadow work is, these parts that we repress or we reject, I'm going to have to take a look at these and I'm going to have to sit with them. I'm going to have to learn how to accept these parts of me that I've rejected and other people have rejected. Um, and that was very difficult work at times. Sometimes I wanted to give up. There'd be times where I would literally not, I would call my therapist and make up some excuse. and say, you know, I can't come today. I'm sorry. Um, because it was difficult work, you know, and I just wanted to really hide from it. But the point of this conscious relationship is the fact that, you know, there's one in four women that either have been in an abused relationship or in an abusive relationship right now. And there's also a statistic that over 60% of people are in a relationship that they're not happy or they're unfulfilled. So we're pretending or we're staying comfortable or complacent in relationships because we're actually not looking within ourselves. one, what needs to change, why we're not happy. And if we're going to, it's, so it's not about romance. It's about, okay, are you happy within? And then what needs to change um, in your relationship so that you can have more intimate, deeper connection, actual real emotional vulnerability. And that's what I think a conscious relationship is. And that is what I teach each and every one that I talk to and, and have had time to spend with, because I believe that there is no reason now that you should ever be in a relationship and feel like you're not receiving exactly what you need from it. Yeah. Uh, I love that. And, uh, you know, uh, the conscious relationship piece of it, I think is so important um, because we just, uh, what came to me as you were saying, this was like, you know, you, you go to school and then maybe you go to university and then you meet the man and then you like, you date for a while and then you get married and then you have babies and then like a happy ever after. And your statistic of 60% of people are not happy in their relationship. Would you say that is because there's so many people that are um, not happy within themselves? Wholeheartedly. Every time I meet a woman that is not happy in her relationship, it's because of probably something in the past. There's stories from the past. There's trauma from the past. 
you know, they weren't loved right by a, a certain caregiver or a parent. Um, and there's just things that need to heal within them, right? And not, it's not necessarily always big traumas like myself. Um, it's sometimes it's just little traumas, right? Where it's like, they're just not confident in themselves. So they don't know how to be, you know, sexually intimate with their partner in the right way. And they're not like really getting that deeper connection. So something's blocking them there, or it is because they haven't really healed that deeper stuff. And that's really where it starts in, in relationship, because I always tell people relationships are our biggest teachers. Like I look back now at my um, abusive relationship and I see to myself, well, if all I see in him is a wounded person that needed to heal parts of himself. And it was the same for me. We were like a moth to a flame. We triggered each other. Um, We had, you know, wounds that, that just literally, we just pushed the right buttons, you know, and then that's what would happen for us. We would be in conflict and that's the same way that I look at it now. It's like for people, okay, well, if you have repetitive arguments or if you're feeling repetitively um, that you're not receiving something that you need in the relationship and you're seeing it's never changing. Yeah. Well, what are you not changing in yourself? How are you not reflecting on what, okay, what, what's happening? What is, what's going on within me that I'm not getting what I need? I love that. Anybody in the audience, I'm like, that was a mic drop moment. I was, I had this thing as a writer downer. Um, because when we look at, you know, being, uh, feeling unfulfilled in a relationship, what I hear lots with people is, is, well, if he would only do this or she would only do this. Mm-hmm. And, and it has nothing to do with, um, with, anyone outside of ourselves. So I shouldn't say nothing, but the, the, the place to start is, within ourselves right um yes. you know yes. which is which is so so huge is that like a mic drop moment for other people or just for me even though I know that when you hear from someone else you're like oh right right if that's yeah. true for me yeah right thanks yes. to them it's just like yes right absolutely. absolutely we love to point the finger right um we do we just right we always want to blame something else or look outside of us because our ego loves to you know wants to control and it wants to blame something else because it's easy right we like the path of least resistance, right? Mm-hmm. So, but it's about reflecting, okay, well, if I'm pointing the finger at my partner and saying, you're not giving this to me, yeah. well, perhaps they don't feel like they want to because perhaps, you know, you're like always nitpicking on them or you're not happy yourself. And so they're feeling that energy, right? If you're always kind of cranky or you're not feeling like you want to be intimate with them or you're denying them that, well, they're not going to be as giving, Right. I always just feel like it's a give and take um, relationship. And I think relationships, even though sometimes, you know, we get really comfortable in relationships, we always have to treat it like it's like this precious new relationship. Like when we were just first dating where it was like we did, you know, we appreciated them and we did nice things for them and we took the chance to show them that they're loved. So it's it's like treating it that way is going to help us have a, a healthier relationship where someone's going to want to be able to say, Hey, I understand you need this and be able to have open communication. And I think that's the biggest piece is the communication style. A lot of the times there's, there's a barrier there and there's a block and that's what's stopping from having like harmony in the relationship. Yeah. So is that part of when you're talking about being in a conscious relationship is, is that piece where um, so I'll use my words and please correct them, right, uh, Brooke, to your words is that that my relationship with Rob is my partner, my relationship with Rob he's a, is a mirror for me. And if I'm feeling like I'm not being supported by him, 
then the opportunity I have is to look at how am I not supporting him first, right? Yes. So to look at how how am I showing up in the relationships. If I don't feel supported, chances are I'm not supporting him. If I don't feel like, you know, he loves me, perhaps maybe I'm not showing him that um, that he's loved. And so the healing starts then again with, with self. So how can I show my, so I would say even, how can I show myself that I'm value and worthy and, and lovable? And then um, then I'm able to show Rob how he's valued and worthy and lovable. Is that, am I on the right track? You are completely on the right track. That's exactly what it is. Because, and it's also looking within yourself. A lot of, I know a lot of people deal with, you know, confidence issues in the relationship and not feeling like worthy or, you know, it kind of blocks you from actually showing up with your value, because you're always, if you're always kind of playing small and, you know, sometimes then it's going to make you feel like something your partner did is, is hurting you, or they're meaning to make you feel that way, or they're trying to do something to upset you. Right. And if you just look at it as like, okay, well, I am, I am valuable. I am worthy and I am enough. Then you're going to show up that way in the relationship too. And then you're going to also want them to feel the same way. So anytime that you're feeling like you have lack, Okay, we'll start to look at what is that that maybe you're not giving to your partner, right? So that can be in anything, right? If it's in your intimacy, if it's you're feeling like, oh, why don't they ever give me gifts? Well, do you do you give them gifts, right? You know, how is that showing up for you? Perhaps you show them the way that you want to be treated. You will get that in kind as well. Yeah, thank you. Um, so on topic, but kind of off topic is, um, you know, narcissism is something that's really, you know, so I would say a newer buzzword, not diminishing it at all, but it's just really coming up now. And so how do you know if you're in a narcissistic relationship versus you're just in a relationship that's not good? I don't know if that's the right terminology, <laughs> yeah. right? But because I, yeah. I hear I over and over, oh, he's a narcissist or she's a narcissist. And I'm like, everyone yeah. can't be a narcissist. Or am I totally off base? We all have a little bit of narcissism in us, okay? Our our ego is, um, it likes to feel significant, okay? We like to be, um, sometimes we can feel like we're superior to others, right? Okay, that's kind of like what a narcissist is. But it's about what scale do you do you run on, right? You know, how far on the, the level of superiority or grandiosity that you believe about yourself or how do you treat people, Right. Um, and that's really what it comes down to. And I, I do really hate the word narcissist, but it is, it is what an abuser really is. You know, it, it is the name for an abuser because somehow they're abusing you, whether it's mental, emotional, physical, um, it is going to harm you and it is going to cause, you know, some, some damage once you get out of the relationship. So, but for a narcissist, it's just, they think that they're better than everyone else, you know, and then they treat you as if you're lesser. And that's exactly what you can probably see if someone is treating you or putting you down or making you feel like you're, you know, beneath them. Well, perhaps you might want to look into, you know, who that person is. And if maybe you're not being treated the right way. Um, I never saw it that way. You know, when you're in an abusive relationship, it's very hard to see clearly until you can see it. I don't know how to explain it other than that. You know, it's like you just don't. <laughs> Because like I said, you put them on a pedestal, you put your abuser on a pedestal because they're so good at manipulating you and making you feel like you have to, especially mm -hmm. if you come from a place of low self-esteem, you just don't know better. And, but the point is, if you feel like 
you are emotional and something's not right and your intuition is trying to speak to you and say, hey, why am I feeling this way? Listen, <laughs> you know, I didn't listen to my intuition for so many years and then it got very loud and it was like, I couldn't not listen to it. And then I was like, started to just find, I started to be like, oh my gosh, maybe I'm in an abusive relationship. I need to get out of this. Like maybe I've been blinded by this because I didn't realize it because I was raised in abuse. I didn't know the difference. So yeah, thank you. Um, I appreciate you uh, allowing me to, to, to ask that question. And so we have about five minutes left. So we're going to talk about your gifts here in a moment. But I want to ensure that you uh, have shared with the audience all the things that you wanted to share. And so I'm just going to give the mic back to you and then I'll interrupt you in about three minutes and then you can share your gifts with everybody. So, um, so yeah. So is there anything else that you want us, the audience, to know about, about being in a conscious relationship? Yes, I think that the best thing for you to be able to have a fulfilling and loving relationship where you feel deeper connection to a partner is to first start with yourself. And that is to really recognize and, and journal through your revelations that you find out in yourself, right? Tap into those deeper hidden parts about yourself and then like look at yourself in a different way and say, okay, well, how do I respond and react? Am I reacting to my partner in a loving way or am I actually always complaining or am I actually starting arguments, right? Is this maybe an inner child wound from the past that maybe I haven't dealt with or I haven't processed and really do a lot of reflection on who you are and how you're showing up in your relationship so that you can actually start to have more of this self-love for yourself mm -hmm. and more healing. Um, because I didn't think I paid attention to my reactions enough. And yeah. that was the biggest problem. Um, and then trust your intuition, right? Yeah. Listen to what it says to you and just be able to hear that inner voice so that you know which way to go in your own relationship and learn how to communicate effectively. That's the biggest piece. Excellent. Thank you so much. And that really go, um, of course, a great segue into your gift. And so you are uh, your gift to to everyone. The free gift is uh, Conscious Relationships, a Nurturing Love Connection and Growth ebook, which is so fantastic. And so I think Sarah's probably already dropped that. She's, she's always ahead of me, uh, which is great. So that's I know I love her. Um, so that's the gift. So for those of you grab that now or, or you know, it'll be in your portal. Um, and then you have a VIP gift as well. And so your VIP gift for the people who've upgraded is an, is an RTT hypnotherapy session at a $500 value. Thank you so much for that. Um, that is amazing. And so do you want to just quickly, I think we have like another two minutes here before we get cut off with the music. Uh, would you like to share what that is all about, what the RTT hypnotherapy is? Yeah, definitely. A lot of people haven't heard of that. So it's rapid transformational therapy. And that's really working with our subconscious mind and being able to tap into that place that has all your stories, um, you know, any trauma, things that have been hidden um, within you to be able to start to progress in your healing journey. If you've already been doing some of the healing, it's going to help you really process things in a greater way and tap into your true potential and power. And, you know, I work with women that really come from a space that, you know, have this trauma or have been in abusive relationships um, or have had it in their childhood. And it's able to access those parts of them, get rid of the stories and just heal more deeply in just a quicker fashion. Because when we work with the subconscious, you know, that is just where we can actually rewire the brain 
And that's why I find it so fascinating when we learn more and more about how the brain operates, we're able to really tap into how we can move forward in life and stop blocking our growth. And that's the biggest piece of this because I was doing that for so long. So that's the reason why I even started to do RTT because I found it in my own journey and was able to heal so much quicker with that. Yeah, beautiful. I think often we have our own experiences and then we bring that that gift to the mm-hmm. world. So, and it truly is a gift. So for those of you, I mean, uh, absolutely fantastic. Uh, highly rights recommend. So Sarah, thank you so much. Sarah uh, has a highly recommend this VIP gift. And so that's fantastic. I, I think that Brooke and Sarah know each other. I would say you're even friends, which is fantastic. And so uh, great. Uh, thank you so much again for, for joining us, Brooke. Um, and you know, I just want to share with you what a great session this has been. And we have like 10 seconds before music goes. Is there one one quote or something you want to share with, share with us? Um, I always tell people just heal your mind and you change your life. I know that's what happened for me. So you yeah. just tap into that. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another amazing session on the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit. Be sure to mark your calendars to join us in Hawaii from November 2nd through the 5th for our premier in-person experience. If you have any questions or want to apply to be a speaker at one of our upcoming events, email our team at breakthrough at clarityconfidenceconnection.com.